Do you want to make a difference in the world? And see the lives of the people of India and all internationals transformed with the gospel? As India goes, all Asia will go with Living the Dream podcast provides tools for you to pray, give, and go as you become an active participant in the Great Commission and help your church's demographic represent the demographic of your community. Get ready to find your strategy for reaching your community and changing the world here at Living the Dream podcast with your host, Pastor Kevin. Hello, it's Pastor Kevin. You're listening to Living the Dream podcast. It's September the 8th, 2020. You're listening to episode 47, Living the Dream podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing, listening, and reviewing. If you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please go over, leave us your highest review possible. That would mean the world to us. But thank you so much for joining this conversation and the revolution of reaching the foreign-born internationals with the gospel and partnering with them to fulfill the Great Commission. Now, last week, we looked at how we are to live as foreigners. And today, I'm going to be discussing how Jesus was a foreigner. You probably know the song, Lord, I Lift Your Name on High. It actually says, you came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross, my debt to pay, from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky, Lord, I lift your name on high. But right there in the very beginning, you came from heaven to earth. He was a immigrant. Jesus was an immigrant. So as his followers, we should imitate his example and learn from him. We should have compassion for those foreigners living among us, those that would be classified as strangers, as the foreign-born internationals, as the immigrants, as the refugees who came from different regions and different countries and recognize that we all are also strangers and exiles on earth. We are foreigners following a foreigner. And we talked about living as foreigners last week. And today want us to understand that we are foreigners following a foreigner. So Immigrations is an important and relevant topic in our society. You probably have all heard the term immigration debate, and it brings different perspectives and opinions. This is not a political show. We're not lobbyists, but it's a complex topic. And people who um, want to place Christ at the center of their lives also reflect these differences. We need to understand two central points that we tend to forget as followers of Christ, and that is Jesus is an immigrant, and all Christians are also immigrants. First and foremost, let's just dive into this where the Bible talks about Jesus being an immigrant and coming to earth and how he was an immigrant during his time on earth. The Gospel of John highlights Jesus's divinity and starts with an amazing declaration. It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Christ immigrated to earth to live among human beings. We could suppose that his visit was received with joy, but sadly, the Apostle John 
declares he was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him. He came to his own and those who were his own did not receive him. That is in John chapter 1, verses 10 and 11. Jesus suffered the rejection of those who were like him and that he came to save. Jesus perfectly exemplified the combination of grace and truth, yet his presence was not celebrated and valued. He knows what it's like to live as an immigrant. Jesus was also an immigrant during his time on earth. As a child, Jesus and his family ran away to Egypt. His family had to escape to a foreign country, leaving behind their relatives, their possessions, and their culture. If you happen to be a refugee listening to the show, you should understand that the Lord Jesus relates to you. They had his family had to communicate with other people using different language. They ate different food. They had to get used to different customs. His human dad, Joseph, had to leave his work as a carpenter and find a job in a foreign land. If this sounds familiar, know that you're not alone. I want us to take just a moment and listen to the Gospel of Matthew as it explains the situation in Jesus' life. This is Matthew chapter 2. Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We have seen his star as it arose, and we have come to worship him. Herod was deeply disturbed by their question, as was all of Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law. Where do the prophets say the Messiah would be born? He asked them. In Bethlehem, they said. For this is what the prophet wrote. O Bethlehem of Judah, you are not just a lowly village in Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod sent a private message to the wise men asking them to come see him. At this meeting he learned the exact time when they first saw the star. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child, and when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way. Once again the star appeared to them, guiding them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house where the child and his mother Mary were, and they fell down before him and worshipped him. Then they opened the treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But when it was time to leave, they went home another way because God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up and flee to Egypt with the child and his mother, the angel said. Stay there until I tell you to return, because Herod is going to try to kill the child. That night Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet, I called my son out of Egypt. 
Herod was furious when he learned that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under, because the wise men had told him the star first appeared to them about two years earlier. Herod's brutal action fulfilled the prophecy of Jeremiah. A cry of anguish is heard in Ramah, weeping and mourning unrestrained. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and told him, Get up and take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph returned immediately to Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler was Herod's son Achilleus, he was afraid. Then in another dream he was warned to go to Galilee. So they went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what was spoken by the prophets concerning the Messiah. He will be called a Nazarene. And so here you can clearly see how Matthew describes Jesus as a refugee, a foreigner, an immigrant, a stranger in the land. You might think, really, Jesus Christ is an immigrant? Yes, the Bible makes it clear that our Lord and Savior was a refugee, was an immigrant. He understands what it's like to be a foreigner, to be a stranger. And when you think about it, it really should come as no surprise that Jesus was a refugee. It was actually a part of his family heritage. In Matthew chapter 1, we won't read that, but we have the genealogy of Christ. And this is not typical Jewish genealogy. It even mentions women, which was extremely rare. It included foreigners in Israel, in the Lord Jesus's genealogy. Jesus was not just a refugee, but he was an ultimate refugee. Our Lord has a personal invested interest in the plight of refugees and anyone that feels displaced. He empathizes with them most intimately because he himself was a refugee. It's no wonder that in Jesus' account of the judgment of the nations in Matthew 25, the king mentions treatment of strangers as one of the criteria for receiving either his blessing or his curse. In Matthew 25, God is the king and he separates the sheep from the goats as the future judgment. And to the sheep, he says, I was a stranger and you took me in. To the goats, the king declared, I was a stranger and you did not take me in. We would do well to remember this. For Jesus himself, the ultimate refugee, says to us, Truly, I tell you, whatever you did to the one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did to me. And so we have incredible warning there of the Lord Jesus Christ that when we mistreat foreigners, immigrants, refugees, strangers living among us, it is as if we are mistreating him. But there's an incredible promise there. And that is when we welcome, when we bless, 
when we show hospitality, when we take care of the immigrants, the refugees, the foreigners, the strangers living among us, it is as if we have done service to the Lord Jesus Christ. So next week, we're going to conclude this series on foreigners living sent. One of the reasons I took the time to dive into this is because I am wanting to establish the value, even the argument that every church in the USA would do well to have foreign-born internationals in the congregation. When we get to heaven, we're going to see the fulfillment of Revelation 7, 9 through 12 that says that there were people in a crowd more than could be numbered from every nation, tribe, and tongue worshiping before the throne of Jesus and declaring that salvation belongs to the Lord. That's the view of heaven. And one of the invitations, the champion points, of living the dream podcast is let the church on earth be as the church in heaven the church in heaven is a multinational church the church in heaven is a cross-cultural church the church in heaven represents every nation every tribe every tongue god has been allowing humans to crisscross the globe allowing americans to go in international travel unlike any other time in history but allowing in immigrants foreign-born internationals to come to america unlike any other time in human history and so we have the opportunity to reach the foreign-born internationals living in our community with the gospel and partnering with them in the great commission i love you i praise god for you God bless you and your outreach of the gospel. I'll see you again right here on Living the Dream next week. Check out Kevin's new book, Audacious Generosity. Given the choice, every one of us wants to be more generous, but fear holds us back. Audacious Generosity is where God is the giver and giving depends on what God puts into your hands. Gone are the days of feeling pressured to be the giver. Instead, audacious generosity will empower you for limitless giving as God gives through you. See what happens when we open our hands to God and commit in advance to use what he puts in our hands to fulfill his mission. Check out audaciousgenerosity.com and reserve your copy today. That's audaciousgenerosity.com. We want to give some local love to our friends at Globus Medical, located in Audubon, Pennsylvania. Globus leads in innovation and musculoskeletal solutions. They are focused on the design, development, and commercialization of products like the Excelsius GPS, one of the only spinal surgery robots on the market today. We recognize their founder and executive chairman, David Paul, not just because he is an American businessman born in India, but also for his love for God and generosity for missions. Check out their website at globusmedical.com. Thank you for listening to the Living the Dream podcast, empowering and equipping church staff with an identifiable and measurable strategy for reaching internationals and changing the world. 
You can help us live the dream by liking, commenting, subscribing to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can find more resources to empower and equip your church staff at globalhopeindia.org resources. That's globalhopeindia.org resources.